Hey, thanks for checking out the Airborne Youth Podcast. This week you'll be hearing a teaching from our guest speaker. Tonight is going to be a little different. We got a, uh, David and I are tag teaming or co-preaching or couples, couples preaching. preaching, whatever you want to call it, but um, we're going to do it together. Yeah, we do match. Sort of. I guess we both have button downs. That's so profound. So how many of you guys know David? Yeah, isn't he awesome? So um, David is from England. So everything he says, it sounds profound and wise. And that's so, the only reason I'm here. Yeah. So tonight, um, I'm with him. And every time he says something, it's like we said it. Um, but no, I, I feel like um, we have a word for you that's going to help you, going to make you happier, and going to make it easier. Um, so David, why don't you start? Um, so I guess while I was preparing for, for what to say to you guys, I was, I was watching different YouTube clips. Like sometimes I go to YouTube for inspiration. Like I like to listen to different preachers and stuff. This better? I'll just like this, okay. Um, <laughs> and I was watching, I don't often watch like Sid Roth very often, and, like it's, have you ever seen the show, It's Supernatural? I, I find it a little bit cheesy, so I don't really watch it that often. But I it, find it, it very cheesy. It, it is very cheesy. But there was like a YouTube live thing, so it, um, anyway, it, I started watching it, and I only watched about five minutes of it, but, but during that time there was this testimony where where it was a story of this family that had basically their lives had been saved um, by Jesus, like physically. They were all on a reservoir together um, above a dam, and their their boat, they were just in a normal, like, small little motorboat. And and they were just, you know, going around the, the reservoir, and they slowly were getting pulled closer and closer to the dam wall. You know the, like, hydropower things where, like, stuff just gets, like, sucked through? Basically, it got to the point where they completely lost control of their boat, and they were getting pulled closer and closer and closer into this damn wall. And watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, the the boat got so so close that it actually got pinned up against, and the 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 downforce of the of the water actually flipped the whole boat. And the the mother was telling the testimony of the fact that she. She lost contact with every single one of her family. There was four people in the family. She lost contact with all of them. And she was actually, like, grasping hold of her little girl, and the girl got ripped out of her arms. Anyway, she, she, all, she lost contact with all of her family, and the boat actually pinned her to the wall. Um, and in that desperation, she kind of came to the point where she realized she might die, and she just called out to God for a miracle. She just asked Jesus, come and walk on water and come and rescue me. But in that same thought, she also said, God, I really want to go on, but I don't want to go on if it's not with the rest of my family. And it was just like, it was that statement that just hit me. And the, the, the rest of the testimony is the fact that every single one of them got put what they felt like pulled out of the water and they all reunited on the shore and it was absolutely amazing but but it was that heart of the mother that just really really struck me it was just like i don't want to go on unless it's with the rest of my family Mm -hmm. and that's 
the word that I really felt like God wanted us to share with you today. Um, Doesn't it sound profound <laughs> when it's with a British accent? <laughs> it's it a word. I just, I really feel like there's so many words over Airborne and there's so many words over you as individuals. And I really believe that that destiny is, is for those really who are in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this African proverb, and I'll hand over to Josh in a minute just to, just to say a few more things. But there's this African proverb that really sits through me and I really, it's something I really hold to for, for my destiny personally. And it's, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, then go together. Mm-hmm. Isn't that super? It's double profound because of the <laughs> accent. So, um, <coughs> yeah, you know, you guys remember all this Lucy action? Remember that? All those words and all that that means? Um, here's the deal about that. That is, it's not about you. And it's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about you. You can't inherit that promise. It's absolutely impossible. Because that promise can only be inherited by us. You can't do it alone. It, there's really actually, it's, you can't accomplish anything on your own. That's not God's dream is for you to have some breakthrough and then, you know, come to the top of a mountain. God's dream is that all of us go someplace together. It's interesting when they were uh, leaving Egypt <coughs> and they're going across the desert. You know how fast they went? As fast as the, the flocks and the little children could go. It wasn't about just one breakthrough for one group of people. It was about moving the entire, <laughs> the entire family of God together. So... Um, Christianity, guys, I know we have these individual relationships, but it's not an individual sport. It's a team sport. Like, who likes bowling? I like bowling. (laughs) I actually took bowling class in college. I'm not kidding. Yes. You wonder where I get all this. (laughs) And, uh, And twice a week for an entire semester, I went to the bowling alley and Russ the bowling instructor yeah there's actually a science you count the number of boards and you line up and you roll i i still never got good at it but but um yes there's boards and there's like numbers or or something like that i forget anyway but guys your walk with god especially in what god's doing it's it's not just about you it's a team sport anything that doesn't require somebody else to um to play a part in order for you to get where they're going, where you're going, it's not a team sport. Like, I played soccer. I played soccer in high school and college, and I coached. But it is so much about team and someone else looking at you and knowing, wow, there's some spit. Bless you. <laughs> and <laughs> maybe you guys were good. <laughs> um, it's about knowing what someone else is going to do and working with them to get something done. So I'm just saying, when we come here on Wednesdays, this is a team activity. And it's not where I can go, it's, but it's where we can go. Um, okay. Ready for this? Okay. Uh, we're an army. Do you guys know you're an army? 
do you really know that God has such a purpose and that you're warriors? Can you imagine an army that didn't know what its commander was saying? You, you know how chaotic that would be? People would be running every single direction. So I'm going to set the stage with that and then throw it back to the wise guy here. <laughs> the wise guy. Um, so I was reading Philippians 2 where Paul encourages all to be of, of one mind and also Ephesians 4 when it, t- it talks about just the oneness of, of the body of Christ and, and moving forward as one and being at peace with one another with one mind. And to be honest, I've lived most of my life kind of reading that and not really knowing what it meant. I mean, most people I've met really struggle to have one mind in anything. Um, you know, so many different opinions, how things should be done. And, you know, it's, it gets really messy. Um, it wasn't really until I came here to Life Center that I really got a picture of what Paul was talking about. And I started coming to Life Center. I started coming to the prayer sets and was kind of confused, to be honest. I would, <laughs> I, I would kind of walk into a room and there would be a group of people all praying, um, and it's like they had met beforehand to like discuss every prayer that they were going to pray. There was like this flow of the prayer where someone would like, they would almost complete each other's sentences and someone would start with a thought and start with what they felt like God was saying and, and, and the next person would come and kind of just finish the sentence for them. And it was just this like amazing, just, I can just remember just being slightly almost confused by it. Um, and, but it was it was only I guess recently that it really clicked that this is what what Paul was talking ab- was talking about and mm-hmm. now I go into the prayer room and it's the way that I actually get a feel for what the pulse of what is happening in Life Center and what the pulse of what of what God is doing um, that is beyond me. It's the way that I connect with something that's beyond myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really think that without those times in in the prayer set, I just wouldn't feel. Mm-hmm connected and i wouldn't have that oneness of mind um can i interrupt oh sure okay i hope it doesn't mess you up but i just want to say guys that god's idea of unity isn't us all sitting in a circle going um you know it's it's not us all saying you know sin is bad god is good when god releases unity it's in a function and a purpose armies know where they're marching you know so i feel like to try to have unity without having a purpose is a foolish thing, and you'll end up becoming religious. Yeah. So that unity and purpose are united. And I feel like that's something – well, you go ahead. I'm, I'm going to stop no, right you, there. Stop. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. If you, I'll see what you say, and I'll cut you off. If, if <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> so I think p- part of actually coming and praying in community is – is realizing that you're you're a sum of the community around you. Mm-hmm. Um, I cut you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> because it's really good, but I want to finish the point. Um, <laughs> unity has to do with function. God does not want to come and clean up your mess and forgive you all the time and leave you in a place where you repeat the very thing you just did that his heart is to empower you, okay? And um, I feel like until we step into God's purpose, 
there might even be a ceiling on how much unity we actually feel. When I feel the most connected to all you guys, it's when we're all pressing into God with the same intensity. I feel like everybody falls. Everybody falls in line. Just, just leave it. I'll do it again. I'm a flailer. Everybody falls in line and they understand that God is moving. Unity has to do with function. God does not want you to be like in a spiritual preschool where you stay there forever and play all day and he comes and picks you up. That just because you're young doesn't mean he doesn't have a purpose for you. And that your purpose is corporate. It's cumulative. One person isn't Lucy. Combined, you're Lucy. You're a body. Go ahead. Now jump into your thing. This is really good. Get ready. All right. Yeah, I really, I may jump around if I'm going. Go ahead, jump. Uh Hop. Hop. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I'm stuck for a second. Okay. All right. I'm going to go. Oh, go for it. All right. I was going (laughs) to. We'll go there together. (laughs) it's been in those prayer sets that like that I'm the most built up and put on track um, of of anywhere else really Um, like I said before I just want to re-emphasize that that I really am a sum of, of the people that have poured into me. Um, the, that actually when I go into the prayer room, I, I'm so blessed because I, I enter into an atmosphere of people who are all going forward together and they not only pour out to God, but they also pour out into me. Um, What's happening here, guys, is, is the accumulative effort of all of us that has allowed us to meet God. I promise mm-hmm. you, it wasn't a single person in here who brought the breakthrough. It was this team effort where everybody got low and pushed into something, and it released something. And I, I just believe that God is, is going to mm-hmm. shift our perspective from coming to Airborne to get something Rather, it's going to be coming to Airborne to give something. Man, I love going to the prayer meetings and stuff, but what's what my favorite thing to do is to get loaded up with something to release there because it gets exponentially increased by everybody else there. David said something really profound. He said that he's the sum of the community around him. Do you realize that your spiritual state right now is connected to other people in this room that that combined we all create an atmosphere by our participation in something. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? And I just feel like God wants to bring a perspective shift to how we approach something. Um, the nature of the flesh is entirely selfish. It's independent. It doesn't care. It doesn't think, hey, I'm a part of something bigger. And I feel like 
Am I stealing thunder? No, you're fine. Okay, no thunder's being stolen. Um, I, I feel like, guys, that God wants us to say, whose youth group is this? Is there anybody here? <laughs> I, I'm asking, whose youth group is this? And you don't, raise your hands. Go ahead. I want to I see. You know what I mean? And, and who brings the fire to airborne? That's right. It is Jesus, but it's Jesus in us. You did. Amen. And so, um, I want to steal. Okay, go ahead. Can I steal? Yes, steal. I just really feel my heart for all of you, and I really feel what God's heart for all of you is, is to grow in such a way that it grows everyone around you, and to, to the focus of your growth and the focus of you getting closer and closer to Jesus is to actually to pour it out. Um, I was actually... It was a few encounter nights ago. I was really praying and just uh, just seeking God for the more. Like, like how ca- how can we access the more of you? How can we know more of you? How can we how can we see more of your face? And I just got this little phrase, and God speaks to me like this sometimes. And it it was just the the key to the more is to pour. Mm-hmm. And and I told I told Josh this, and he came straight at me of a Bible verse because that's what he does which was Proverbs 11:25 which is whoever brings blessing will be enriched and the one who waters will himself be watered and i just really feel like there's i by no means want to to say to you that that to go as a group some of us need to slow down um it's rather we need to take the things that god is putting in us and then pour them out to everyone else to bring them up to the level um I don't think Jesus does stuff, I don't think God does stuff in people's lives that isn't for other people, mm-hmm. um, that isn't for the encouragement of the body. I know definitely in gifting, so Paul talks specifically about, pr- about the prophetic and the power of the prophetic, and the reason for it is for the encouragement of the body and to, for the building up of the body. And I really think that everything that God does in you is for the rest of the body here. Mm-hmm. I look at people like, like Todd White, and I see what God's done in his life. The way that God has poured into into Him, and I, have you ever thought what a reality it would be like if if Todd never realized that that what God all the amazing encounters he were having were were for more than just his like fuzzy feelings and for more of the just like joy that it gave him. That I I just really feel like all of the encounters that we've had over the encounter nights, all of the encounters that they have been so far of. of and now for the pouring out, you, all of you just hold such amazing weight above you. And, and I've been getting all of these pictures lately of, of like people with this weight just above them, this, expans- this expansive weight above them that, that is just ready to pour out. And I feel like God is giving us keys to unlock it. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I interrupt you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look, we're working together. This isn't easy. Um, I think, you know, Paul says this, you know, a lot of times, guys, I think that even the entire body of Christ, that maybe we we have some things a little off, and um, we expect God to do what is actually our job, and it puts us at a place where we have no responsibility to do anything, no responsibility to anybody else. But, you know, I know that in my life, it wasn't just my encounters with God. 
it was the encouragement of the people around me that, that make me who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul said this. He said, I planted, and then he said Apollos, who was another uh, guy. He said, he watered. Do you know that it's not God's job to water? It, it can actually be yours. Can you imagine that, what if there's actually people in this room, people you're right next to, and that God has given you the responsibility to water them? When I say water, you guys know what that means? You know, you're like little seeds, and you're going to be big trees, okay? It doesn't mean like super, so okay. <laughs> but that, listen, I want to tell you, um, and it doesn't even matter how old you are. I, I have been watered uh, by Isaiah and Micah. I was watered by Dylan the other day. That you have power to build somebody up. Guys, it's a team sport. Remember what I said, that you have to see what the other person is doing and what they need and what they're trying to do. This is about us. It's not about you. There's, there's a, like a selfish, insecure humanism that causes us to compete and stay in our own lanes, but it's not the family of God. So I'm, I just ask you, who in your life has watered you? I ask that first. Think about it. And think about the difference that it made. I've been at times where I needed that watering so bad and they had no idea and they came at just the right moment. And I've also, I ask you this, who in your life do you think God has given you to water? You know, to go to that person, even on a regular basis. I have friends and they, they call me and they text me only watering me said, hey, I was praying for you this morning, and this happened. Here's here's the the reality, guys. We can't move forward unless we're together. We'll be running around the same old experience of youth. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just that we're called to greatness. We're called to a best, and there's greatness inside of each one of you. But it can't be realized all by yourself. I just wanted to interject with just the fact that I really, that is the key to honor. If you see what Josh just called out two people, he, call, he called out, is this the guy from Minnesota? Mm-hmm. He, he called out Micah and he called out Isaiah and he called out Dylan of just, uh, there are three people, I guess. He called out the three people and he just honored them because of what they did. And I feel like when you actually see, when you actually sit down and you actually go through, who are those people that have poured into me? It, it allows you to then go and honor them. And I really want to encourage you actually to go and honor them, to sit down and practically sit down and write down those people. Who are, th- who are those people who have, who have impacted my life the most? Who, who are those people that, that impact my life a lot? And, and then go and thank them. And, and I want to I promise you, because I've seen it in my own life, that actually from going and honoring people is unlocked almost like the next step in my life. It's, it's unlocked the next level of what God wants to do in my life because I've realized where I've come from. And it, it, it actually allows you to see yourself for, for who you are and see rather than seeing yourself outside mm-hmm. of the functioning body. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just... I feel like God's not going to let uh, let us just get high on revival and worship. It's it's not we're not going to like, you know, over and over again get to really high moment that he's making us the family of God, that it really is the wineskin of heaven. You know, you go back to the very beginning and um there's Cain and Abel and uh Cain kills Abel 
and God asked him this question. He said, where's your brother? And he's like, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? That was what he responded. And I think the truth is that we are. That, and I'm not saying I put a responsibility on you. I'm saying it's, it's the heart of God for you to care about the person next to you and even fight for them. Because if you really want Lucy, you know, I find the more time you spend with God, the more you stop caring about what you want and you start thinking about what he wants. Do you actually care like, man, I just I just I know God wants to do this in your life. And so I know it's new territory. I know it's not something that we've, I don't know, spoke about before or even something you've heard. But do you guys know that you guys are the, at the front of the revolution, that God is doing a new thing with you? You know, um, Cindy Jacobs gave this word and she said, I'm in this region. I'm starting a movement of a, of a, a second Jesus movement. Here's the thing, guys, movements go somewhere. And there's something about a movement that is a different culture than what God's doing. And I, I just really believe that as you fight for one another, that you're going to be fighting for the, the youth of all America to fight for their neighbor. There, God, there is a large-scale thing that God is doing that begins with your life right now, right here in this room. And it's creating a wineskin of family. You were going to say one more thing, I know. Okay, I'll say it for you. Um, so this is what uh, David, he and I, we talked and we prayed before this, but um, he said that what kept him from confusion and doubt. Oh, yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. I wanted to say it. Eddie, <laughs> you, you say it better than me, hmm? so you, you do, do the accent. <laughs> I just wanted to, yeah, I wanted to, what I was going to go on to next was, was the fact that God very, very rarely will speak to me in like a, a loud, I mean, he's never spoken to me in like a loud, like clouds coming in and like loud booming voices. What he, he often chooses to speak to me through people coming in, giving me prophetic words. They'll come up and they'll share what they feel like God is saying to me. And then it is off, I then weigh that and often the way that that's, um, the way I weigh it is waiting until whether someone else says the same thing. And it, so, so actually, the, a lot of the functionality of how I've walked through my life has been by people coming and giving me this direction. And without those people actually wanting to pour out and water me in that way, I, I would never be where I am right now, and I would never have the level of faith that I have right now. Um, I just want to give a testimony. For example, one of, the, one of the, I think, the most difficult times for me as far as trying to make a decision, I was... I was a missionary in, let's say, well, it's Lesotho, but nobody knows where that is, so I'm going to say South Africa, um, for about a year, and and I absolutely loved that place. It had a, it had amazing um, fruit and everything like that. But I felt that God was calling me on to move and work with a nonprofit in Zimbabwe, and it was something that I lost so much sleep over, and it was something that 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 I I felt like it was right, but I needed some kind of full assurance. So I, I went to this conference, and at the beginning I said, God, I need I need you to make it 110% clear that I'm, that I'm meant to move on to Zimbabwe. Otherwise, I'm just not going. I'm just going to stay in Lesotho. Um, in those first three days of being at that conference, seven people came up to me with the exact same word. I mean, they, they may have had slightly different wording in it, but it was the word of God is moving you on. You need to move quickly because otherwise you're going to go root bound. Um, you will not grow anymore unless you move. Wow. 
Um, and I think that, I don't know if this is okay for me to say, it, but I really feel like we're actually coming into a season of of clarity where where we can make decisions without anxiety and we can really be have the full assurance that God is saying something. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that the way that we're going to have that full assurance I- in God saying something is through a fully functioning body. Mm-hmm. Is, is through actually people coming and, and confirming words. And I really want to empower you. Like, I've, I've had people in this room who have actually confirmed things. And, and I've, I've gone up and I've said to some people, but uh, I'm sorry, I haven't actually told all of you when you've come and co- really confirmed something that God has been doing in my life. Um, there is such an amazing power to it. Can you imagine, like, I'm sure all of you have had decisions that you've had to make, whether it's what classes to make. I know some of, some old of you, are d- some of the older of you are deciding whether to go to college or what to do. But imagine if you, if you, instead of having anxiety of being in the will of God, you had full assurance that that's the decision that you were going to make and that's the one that oh God was backing up. Yeah, so you remember what uh, David said earlier, that he who waters, um, he himself will be watered. How many mean water? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know... Um, when you don't, I find the scariest thing in the scariest times of my life is when I don't know what God is saying. I don't know what he's saying about me. I don't know what he's saying about a season. So we're going to give you guys uh, double whammies. Yeah, a double whammy. Okay. And this is how we're going to do it. We're going to go Pentecostal. It's not what you think. Maybe some of you. <laughs> Okay, this is what that means. Let's do girls on this side. <laughs> and let's do boys on this side, okay? Okay. Um, girls. Why don't you guys make uh, two lines that go this way? And you're going to face each other. Yes, they go this way, but you're going to face each other this way. This way, this way. Just think about it harder. Okay. Boys, you're going to make lines that go this Men, lines that go this way, and you're going to face each other this way. Okay, so line up. Like the next to the Joshes, come on, get in here. Okay. All right. So listen. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. Say, I'm a huge teapot. Large and stout. Okay, what I'm saying by that is, guys, you have water in you that belongs to somebody else. You have water in you that somebody else needs to get poured on their life. And remember, you get blessed by blessing. You get watered by watering. So, girls, if you're on that side, close your eyes. Okay, yes. 
Yes. Yes. Well, we're going to do it this way. Okay. Keep your eyes closed. Ah, ah. Eyes closed. Ah, no peeking. Okay. All right. Girls on this side, find somebody you feel led to, and I just want you to pray for them. Pray the heart of God into them. Water them with God's kindness and goodness and presence. You are, a, you are full of God. You're full of the presence of God. So go find somebody and water them. Okay? All right, you have a minute. Guys, Micah side, this way. Close your eyes. Act natural. <laughs> All right, this side. Guys, go find somebody. Release the heart of God. Water the seed inside of them. Uh-oh, get ready. Find somebody. Come on. Work of God's Okay, guys, wrap your prayers up. Come back to your positions. Okay. How many feel better because you got watered? Yeah? We've got like three. That's great. All right, this is the heart of God. Watch this. 
Girls, close your eyes again. That side, that side, that side. Close your eyes again. Close your eyes again. Girls, find somebody different. Find somebody different and water them double. Water them double. Water them with the abundance of God's heart, with his love that's so generous. Water, water, water the seeds. Let them know how much they're worth it. Boys, water them again. Water them with courage and confidence. Find somebody. Okay, guys, wrap your prayers up. All right, get back in your lines. Who feels better than you did after the last prayer? Okay. I sure do. Okay. So, guys, this time, we're going to do the same thing we did last time. Close your eyes, girls. Close your eyes, girls. Seriously, this is the heart of God. This is the heart of God. Close your eyes, girls. Boys, close your eyes. All right, now, 
Oh, you're, no, you're watered by watering. That's the message. All right, this side, girls, if you pray in tongues, pray in tongues. Close your eyes. Meditate in the heart of God. We're, we're going to load you up with an overflow. Close your eyes. But you're going to pray for these people in a second. Get stirred up. All right, you guys, close your eyes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Father, now I ask for an encounter. Girls, go. Find somebody totally new who didn't get prayed for.
All right, guys, finish up your prayers. Bring it in. Wow, you guys are giving me a, a heavy spit radius. You must have high expectations. How many of you guys felt more breakthrough in somebody else watering you than you did the whole night? Anybody else? How many of you guys felt breakthrough because you watered somebody? Isn't that awesome? Let's get tighter. Come on, let's get tighter. Come on. Let's be, let's be fam. Come on. Who, who had a breakthrough? Man, look at that. Guys, what if it wasn't God's job? What if it's our job? What if we're actually responsible for the person next to us? Huh? Man, it says it's more blessed to give than receive. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to end like this. We're just, we're going to lift our hands, okay? And we're going to pray for God to bring unity in this place, okay? You're going to do it all on your own. You got 15 seconds, so cram all of your desire in there, okay? For 15 seconds, really? Right to God, not to me. Go. good, huh? Yeah. Listen, I, I just felt like we all broke through. So thank you, everybody, who you let God use your heart. Um, go have, uh, what, what is that over there? Chips and salsa. All right. Hey, only one more Wednesday to the beach trip. All right. Have a good night, guys. This podcast was recorded live at a Wednesday night youth meeting. To find out more, check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching Airborne Youth.